Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny Podcast. This is Jennifer here. I have Chris with me today, and we are going to be talking about um, a little bit about Memorial Day. We wanted to take some time to reflect and just share our heart uh, on that subject with you. So usually when we think about Memorial Day, it's it's a holiday that you know, we come together as families, we may barbecue, uh, we sit around the table talking about things. But I think one of the things that um, we fail to realize or really focus on is that it's the time, the time that we are taking to spend with one another, to begin to reflect, to remember the memories and the things that have happened, you know, maybe in our childhood or the stories that we were told by um, our parents, our grandparents and the generations. And so, um, you know, it's so easy just to come together and sit down for a meal. I think that's what we've experienced over the years, right? It's just a, hey, let's whose house are we getting together at, or who's going to barbecue this time? But um, it's so much deeper than that. What do you? What do you yeah. Think? So it's and it's also as uh, Jim was saying, it's much harder in the days and the times, the present days and the times that we live in right now be able to do that we we have to seem like exhort more effort or energy into really sitting down it's easy for us to put a slab of ribs on the grill or some hamburgers and stuff and just say that we went through the motions of the memorial day holiday because that's what's ingrained in us but to physically and spiritually sit back and really you know connect with the meaning behind memorial day it's becoming harder and harder to do uh, in the time that we're living in, because we have a tendency to allow the circumstances and situations that we're living in right now bombard our thoughts. We always have memories of, of happy things and good things. And, and again, with everything that's happening today, it's, it's much harder to do that. So that's why we wanted to really focus on this and, and the purpose behind Memorial Day. And that's to, really refocus and focus upon God's goodness and the fact that regardless of what's happening in this earth right now, God has always never lost control in the scriptures and, and, and instruction through the scriptures gives us that, that um, instruction or that, uh, let's say that map on how we can sit down and what we need to focus on in order to it, for it to be a lasting Memorial Day. Uh, and a meaningful Memorial Day with our families. And, and then also, again, it gives us the uh, instruction on what our obligations are to Memorial Day to make it make it meaningful. You know, I, I just want to add in there, too. I think we get caught up in the um, tradition of everything. You know, we do something just because somebody else did it. We don't have a full understanding of what the meaning or the purpose is behind something. And we've mentioned before, you know, the different um, things in history. And if we don't understand that, that thing that happened in history or times past, then we kind of just dismiss it because it's not of importance to us or we can't relate to it. When really, if we took the time to study and to research, we would find that there are some things within that history that we can relate to because um, things consistently happen. It's like the, the mm-hmm. what does it say? Um, history repeats itself. Yep. It just may be in a different generation or a different time period, but it's going to repeat itself. Um, that's why we go back to the word of God and we always study the word because we can dismiss that and say, well, that happened thousands of years ago. That doesn't pertain to me when really you dig deep and you go, wow, 
I am experiencing that. Well, and the scripture says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And that could definitely, and God could, he meant my people perish because they don't understand that history is cyclical, that things happen on a consistent basis. That's why the word of God is in, in, and so important for us to understand because it does give us a map on things that happen and things that we need to avoid to learn what not to repeat in our present and in our future. And the, and the importance of Memorial Day is to reflect upon the word of God, reflect upon history, reflect upon the cyclical things, re- reflect on the monuments that are, are in uh, place today so that we can look at these monuments and say, and, and, and say, what do these, do these monuments mean? I mean, we, we, we talk about the George Washington monument. We talk about all the forefathers, fathers and the presidents of the past and many other memorials that are out there as well. We look at them and then we say, oh, those are nice. Those are okay. But really on the inside, reflecting in the trueness of Memorial Day, we ask ourselves, we should be asking ourselves, what does this monument mean? What does it represent? And depending upon where you got your information from, who imparted this into you determines how you look at your present and your future, whether it be out of honor or it be out of anger. And then we look at the word of God for us to be able to set that foundation on how we need to see it. It gives us a perspective through the, through the Holy Spirit on how we need to see those monuments that are set up in front of us. Mm-hmm. I think but, some, a lot of people are, are scared to reflect too, though, because they don't want to have to look at, um, you don't know if that particular memory or monument is going to have something negative attached to it or something positive attached to it. Um, we only want to celebrate the good things. And so we, like I said, we dismiss a lot of stuff, but the, I remember sharing um, a couple of podcasts back, you know, talking about how our strengths and our weaknesses are both equally important. Our weaknesses, um, when we can finally understand them, end up becoming a superpower because now we know how to approach or how mm-hmm. to deal with that thing. And it becomes an even greater part of us because we recognize it. And so um, I think that's what happens in our world. And especially in this generation, we look at things and if it has a negative attachment to it, we say, well, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Don't, don't even talk to me about it. And we dismiss it when really we could be learning from it. Well, and, or even dismissing it even to the point of, and we've seen this over the last couple of years where uh, the generation that is, that don't understand the fullness of the reason why the monument was erected in the first place, want to tear it down is because of, it could be meant for many different reasons for uh, lack of knowledge or vision, as the word says, because my people perished because of that. You are ripping down history that has allowed us to be free in a lot of situations. I mean, and, uh, people have different opinions about that, but what does the word of God say about the monuments and the things that are set in place as memorials? We, uh, it reminds me of the scripture in Joshua chapter four and verse 21, where I think it's 21 through 24, it talks about what meaneth these stones. And the stones that were set in place next to the Jordan were set in place as a monument and a reminder to the children of Israel of God's greatness and the fact that he is for those, his children, that he is empowered to to either take dominion or to live their life on purpose and that purpose that comes directly from him. And there's nothing that will ever overcome them. 
So whenever the children's children of, of the child, children of Israel came across the Jordan, they'll come up and they'll look at those stones and say, um, elder, father, whoever it is, what do these stones mean? Why are these stones sitting next to the Jordan? And that elder has the responsibility during that memorial season to educate their children's children, their great-grandchildren, whoever it is, what God did at that point in order to set the children of Israel up for victory going into their promised land. We can look at the promised land from different perspectives. We could say they are fulfilling purpose. And the fact that there may be fear and doubt that's coming from the enemy to stop them from filling the purpose, those stones represent or remind them that God is with them. And as long as they're on purpose and God is with them, there's nothing that could ever stop them. And it gives them a right perspective because of the opportunity that the elder took to impart the history, the proper history from a biblical perspective and a God-awing, fearing perspective on who God is in their lives and how they need to see their present and their future as well. That is the fullness of purpose being fulfilled in looking at Memorial Day and how we need, we have the objective or the obligation to impart into our children as well coming up in this, especially in this generation. So I know we feel every day it's so important to be able to to share these things and into, to impart into our own children. I think sometimes, you know, um, <laughs> if the girls would ask us something, and maybe I don't recall or I don't remember that part of my past or when I was a child, a lot of times I'll refer to my dad, you know, or you'll refer to your parents or, or I'll tell them, go ask grandma, you know, go ask Papa what um, what they remember, what they think, because we still have that resource. We still have them in our life to be able to say, um, you know, they could probably tell you better than I can because I was so little at the time. And then then we have things that we do remember. Um and it's so important that they have that part of us in them because our generation, the generation right now seems so lost. Mm -hmm. They seem like they, like they don't really know anything about themselves, about their past, yeah. about, you know, the, um, the traits that we take on from our parents, the, the different reasons why we do certain things or we say things a certain way. All of that has been learned, right? What's well, the same thing with the word? That's why we go to the word to learn. Um, how to respond and not react to the things on this that's happening on this earth. One of the strengths in the foundation of Memorial Day that and in, in just, uh, I guess, compels us to, to I, I guess, put more em emphasis and importance upon this holiday, not only just for this time that we're, uh, we celebrate it, but year round is the fact that the generation that we live in, they have lost their identity. So we, as men and women of God, that God has identified. It's, it's almost like the reflection of the scenario that we see in the Bible where Jesus, uh, John the Baptist had, uh, uh, baptized Jesus, uh, in, in the river and he came out and the heavens opened and the father came down by his spirit, sent the dove down and just said, this is my son and who I'm well pleased. That was affirmation, confirmation, and all of the Asians in between that could have, if it were me, I would have felt like I could have conquered the world, which is what Jesus did. And so he had the affirmation of his purpose, confirmation of it, and then he went on and completed what it was that he was sent on this earth to complete. That's what's missing 
in this time of memorial is an affirmation and a confirmation for this generation to understand who they are. And it is our responsibility to do that through memorials. What meaneth the stone? Son, let me tell you, you are a son and a, and a daughter of the Most High. And so am I. And this is why I tell you this, because these stones are going to tell a story. And let me tell you what that story means. And in that understanding, that story, they also identify with who they are. So there is no meandering and wandering of who God created them to be. That is the essence of memorial. Mm-hmm. That, it makes me think, though, about the people who those you know, children or youth or even grown adults out there that didn't have that. Um, in their life, they didn't have someone to speak those affirmations and that, you know, that um, purpose into them. That's one of our biggest things that is just such a part of our heart and our passion is the purpose of each individual and knowing that they have a purpose and understanding what that purpose is, right? The plan of God. Um, there are some people that just, they wander and meander, like you said, because no one has ever spoken that life to them, you know, and, um, I mean, I think about people that I know, but God has given us the opportunity individually. And I'm speaking to everybody that's listening to this individually to speak life and purpose into people, you know, um, to really tell them what we see in them and who they are, focus on those strengths and just, um, be able to just encourage. That's where my heart is. But, and, and I just want to say this and interject as well in, in, in helping this generation to understand who what their identity is. It's not what the enemy says. It's not what fear says, which is all representation because God did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us a power, love, sound mind, and self-discipline. All of the things and the traits that help us to have confidence in our walk with him who identifies who we are, created us, who fearfully and wonderfully made us. That is the obligation that we have. Let the stones in our lives tell the story to our generations that are coming, the one generation that we have influenced now, and let that generation tell the other generations to come what those stones mean. Those stones could be a testimony. Those stones could be the time that God helped us to overcome. Those stones could say many different things, and it's different for each individual, which each stone meant. And it's amazing in that story because there were 12 stones. Each stone represented a tribe. And so there's all kinds of different stories within that stone. Let this time that we live in, the stones that we have carried, the stones of of the uh, situations that we face in a world filled with chaos, with confusion, with mass shootings, with all kinds of hate that's being stirred up by the enemy. Let that stone tell a story to the generations to come on how we we should not continue on with that same path, but give glory to God and allow God to be able to shape our path and walk on that path that he's given to us so we don't repeat those same things. There's a lot of fear as well. I just want to say this real quick. There's a lot of fear that is also stirred up in this society and the nation that we live in today, um, in the world, spirit, uh, physically. This is, this is where the word of God comes in as well. Psalms 46 says that God is our refuge and strength and a very present help and trouble. If we just use that word as a foundation every single day that we live, 
we pray that that would uh, also shape and mold the stones uh, that are shaping and molding our lives as well and uh, uh, and walk upon that every single day without fear. One of the things I think about when you share that scripture is um, something that we we try to do here all the time when we read God's word is we put emphasis on those words. You know, we emphasize certain things or we may speak in a first person tense, read it in a first person, or we may read it in a past tense. If it's talking about his promises and the things that he says he's going to do, we'll say he already did because that's faith, right? That's, that's our faith being built inside to speak it before it's even happened. And, you know, we hear people say all the time, your, your words are powerful, your words are powerful, but do we really understand the power behind it? Words are powerful. Words can tear someone down or they can lift them up. A simple word, right? We tell someone, I love you. It creates all those warm feelings inside and we get all tingly and wow, they love me. Uh, and it just overwhelms us with God's love. We tell somebody, you're, you'll never be anything. Just give up. Um, you're sorry. You know, I don't want to deal with you right now. It tears that person down. And so when you're reading that, um, you know, God is our fortress. And I think of a fortress, it's like a massive, you know, what you would think of, a, um, like the walls that, mm -hmm. that surround a city. Um, it's there to protect you. It's, and I, and I have to stop and think, wow, God is my fortress. He is my ever present help in time of need. God, you are my help. You know, I can speak that you are my help and, and be very, um, personal with him to know well, I'm going to walk out that front door after saying that and go about my business and do everything I need to do today, knowing that God is surrounding me and protecting me and everything, you know, that I may need to encounter. Even if something negative does happen, it doesn't affect us the same way that it would have had we walked out already in a, with a cast down spirit, you know? Um, and I think that's why we love being able to just, um, lift up people everywhere we go and encourage people to do the same because our, our world is hurting. Yeah. People are hurting. Yeah. It, it just reminded me another scripture again. These are all, uh, I guess they say the sedimentary uh, makeup of the stone, the word of God makes up that helps us to make up this stone and the stones are the stories or the testimonies that we tell others so that they can be strengthened as well. When they see a stone, it's almost like you'll never see, look at a stone ever different, uh, different. Uh, you'll never look at it the same again in the future. And Psalms, uh, I think it's Psalms 55 verse 22 says, uh, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Now, I would challenge people in this sense is that this weekend, again, is set aside normally for family traditions where we, you know, a barbecue, we have swim pool parties. It is traditionally seen as a, a welcoming for the summer months or the summer season. But I also, in the season that we're living in and the, and the condition of this earth and, and the chaos that's in, you know, ensuing on one end and the other, I would also challenge the parents, the grandparents, the elders, the influencers in their children's lives or those that are around the young people as well to sit down and read Psalms 55, read Psalms 46 to those young people or their children to give them or to plant a seed 
in their lives for them to begin to understand who God created them to be, despite what the enemy is saying to them right now through the different uh, events that are taking place in this earth that is causing fear and confusion. Accept the challenge to do this at your next memorial event, whether it be a family gathering, whether it be just a one-on-one that you have with a young person or someone that is struggling trying to figure out their identity. Because I guarantee you this, in this world that we're living in right now, the enemy's agenda is being laid right in front of us. And he is coming after the identity of those that are looking for identity. He is already molded and shaped in identification or some type of narrative that's helping them to be able to say, well, maybe that's me. Maybe I need to listen to what this devil is saying and, and just identify who I am with this. It is our responsibility as men and women of God to read the word of God, to read our own testimonies in the form of stones, to build our own monuments in the lives of this generation to come for them to understand who they are. That is the purpose behind memorials. We look at veterans memorials. We look at all of these different things, but the foundation behind all of these memorials is for us to remember those that gave their lives for us, including those, the children of Israel and those that were, that have died or gone on before us that gave their life to God in the service of the Lord so that we would build upon that and then also educate the generations to come to become stronger in understanding who God created them to be. That is the challenge that I serve and give to everyone. We give to everyone during this Memorial weekend. And you know what, if it's okay, I want to add to that challenge because you just reminded me of something. But along with reading Psalms 55 and Psalms 46 to your families and those that you love and that are going to be with you this weekend, you reminded me of last week I spoke about our blessing jar um, that we have sitting in there where Mm. God had told us to just start dropping our blessings. Well, around the base of that jar, what do we have? A ribbon? Well, no, at the bottom. At the foot of it. Oh, the stones. Yep. We have four stones. um, And we wrote these out years ago, probably when we started the blessing jar. And on each stone, we have each of our names, our full name. Um, And on the back of that stone, we wrote the meaning of our name. Like the actual meaning, what, you know, what the first name, the middle name means. um, So that we would know what our name means and who we are, right? Because our names have meaning. But... Um, to take those stones after you read these two chapters, to take those stones with your families and write your names on the front, but on the back, take a permanent marker and have the, each individual write down who they are to speak those own affirmations over themselves based off of the word of God, right? I am amazing. I am great. Um, I am a child of God. Um, the one thing that we used to always tell the girls, you are God's princess, you know, because when we see those things, it reminds us of who we are, regardless of what everybody else wants to say and what they think of us and who we are in their eyes. All that matters is who we are in God's eyes. And so take a stone and write it down because then every time they see it, they can ask the same question. What meaneth this stone? Why is my name on yeah. this stone? What and does when that you, mean? And yep. when you flip it over, it'll say exactly mm-hmm. what that stone means. This is who I am. 
if I needed to be reminded of who I was. And so, um, grab some stones as a family and begin to write those powerful words um, as you read God's word, Psalms 55 and Psalms 46. And the, and the reference to the stones specifically was Joshua chapter four, verses 21 through 25, I think 26. Yes. And, and what's interesting about that as well. And I just want to interject this thought as well is, is if you read that story, it was in preparation for the children of Israel to cross over into their promised land, something that had been promised to them for generations to come. And the amazing thing about that story is this, is that when the narrative of the story was given to the children of Israel or the children's children of Israel, what those stones meant, it put fear in the hearts of the kings that were about to be conquered by the children of Israel going in to fulfill or receive the promise that God gave to them. It was amazing. The fear of what God did for his children entered into the hearts of the kings of those that we know were in opposition of God's people. That's what's amazing about it. It gives you a confidence that only God can give when you understand who you are. Mm. So we just we just want to encourage you today. We want to lift you up and we want to be able to pray with you um, before we end this podcast today. Um, Pray that this bless your heart. Um, So, Father, we just thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for always allowing us an opportunity to share our heart. Each individual that is listening right now, the opportunities you give them to share their hearts, to be encouragements to be that affirmation to others, to be able to lift themselves up with the powerful words that you have given to each of us individually in your word. And so we thank you, Father. We thank you for our purpose. We thank you that we know who we are in you. We find our identity in you, Lord. In every day, every moment, we find our identity in you and nothing else that surrounds us. The chaos, the frustrations, the the things of this world may come to distract us, but our identity is in you. So when we need to be reminded, we know exactly who to go to, our Father. So we love you. We thank you. We pray blessings and just peace and hope and your joy. Father, surround every person who hears this at this moment with your love. Let your love surround them and and their families. Father, we love you. We thank you. And we praise you today. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So thank you guys for listening today. We will see you here again on Tuesday for our Teachable Tuesdays. And we will see you back here next Friday for our Faith-Filled Fridays. Have a wonderful day. God bless. Amen.